How's it going, zookeepers? Uh, welcome to Mecha March Madness. I'll put some fun effects in there. Yeah, we're watching a bunch of Mecha movies for March because, uh, hey, they're Kaiju Jason, and we decided to have some fun by getting on uh, Mike Kanesh of Cocaine Murder Jam and quite a few other fun things to talk about uh, the first Evangelion movie, that whole weird series of Evangelion 1.0, You Are Not Alone. They should spend more time naming them for sure. As always, if you like this podcast, uh, make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. It helps it quite a ton. Telling a friend to, of course, is a good way to do that. And uh, if you email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at podzuki, we'll read it on air. It's a good time. Anyways, let's get to the madness. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. Hey, everybody. It's another brand new episode of Podzuki. All of your dreams have come true. Uh, even the wettest of dreams. That's right. You are having sexual fantasies about our podcast, and we love it. I'm one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon. We like to talk about uh, big monsters and big monster movies. Uh, and hey, this is kind of on target. That's great. We did it. And who's the, who's this yeah. over there? I, I'm another one of your Kaiju Hollywood bad boys. Uh, Luke, not Evans, flip. Hmm, sounds like it is. Yeah, not as in parentheses. Hey, like the title it's, it's me, like you, your third Hollywood kaiju <laughs> bad boy, Mr. Martin Felschman, and uh, over here in the corner, we've got a very special guest who I'd say is a good friend of all of ours. Everyone, give it up for Mike Kanish. Woo! Hello, thanks Great. for having me on the show, Returning guys. Champion. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to. Uh, talk about what we're about to yeah, talk about. Uh, Hell yeah. Yes, me I too. Love, I, I love this series. I love these yeah, series. We've, <laughs> we've been talking about doing this for a while. And I mean, if you, you've already probably seen the title of the episode, but for whoever's just randomly downloading podcasts and listening to them, uh, we're going to talk about the first of the... the. Okay, we had this debate. Let's talk about it right now. We're, we're going to talk about the first of the Evangelion movies? Is that it? I don't know. Yes, it it is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Okay, but could, I think why is it Gellion? I've heard it can be pronounced both ways. That's the thing, though. I have never heard. I've heard people talking about the anime pronounce it Jellion, but uh, anytime I both the like dub and the sub of the anime itself, they say Gellion. Yeah, and it's it's got it's got to be uh, <laughs> Gellion because I can't Jellion my dick up your ass. <laughs> nice. Well, but there's so many there's so many like references to Christianity. So, and here it's like evangelism and evan- evangelism. Yeah. Like it evangelion still fits. I mean, but it just sounds stupid. Yeah. Like that's really my problem with it. It just doesn't sound mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, right? the fact that you can do both it's like, man, what a mind fuck of a series. It's like getting in your brain. <laughs> dude. Wow. Dude. I, I just Dude, is my red your no, red? No way, dude. I see green, but it's actually red. Uh, see, that's why I always hated the classics and like philosophy, like Plato, Plato, and all them. <laughs> or is it pronounced is... Plata? Yeah, I, I I broke my own reel. 
my own rule yeah. a second ago, but like how like the stuff they talk about is like the stuff you talk about the first time you've ever smoked weed. Yeah, I mean they they all had weak ass drugs back then. They were living to be thirty. <laughs> they didn't really ever have sex because it wasn't invented until sixteen seventy nine. Uh, so like the closest they could yeah. get to deep thought was like what we get when we have our dank ash premium future weed now. So they fucking <laughs> sucked and we're living in the future. Fuck them, man. Uh, I was actually just, I was just thinking about that earlier today that like, if you brought one of them into now time, they'd be like, like disabled people. <laughs> like they, they, they would need like legal guardians. They would definitely try to say that this is, uh, the votes are being stolen and they would definitely try the QAnon uprising like hundred <laughs> percent. Like no right. doubt. Why they, these people are not, yeah, they're not to, they're not to be worshiped. Go over their thoughts, move on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you respect anyone who was born before, like, the 1800s, like, just remember, they'd be very afraid of any car. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, they'd <laughs> be afraid of any car. That's the worst any... thing they could do, yeah. is be afraid of cars. That's not the worst thing they could do, but it just shows their weakness. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, they all suck, and I'm glad they're dead, and I hope they stay that way. You know? Like, if, uh, if I could have it my way, they ain't giving yeah. out of that grave ever. Hell yeah, uh, Burger King, baby. Have it your way. Yeah, fucking dead. Uh, take that, fucking Nishi. <laughs> fucking suck. I know Nishi's after the 1800s, fucking but dumbass. he's dead still. Yeah. Again, we, we're covering Neon Genesis Evangelion 1.11. You are... God damn it, I pulled the thing out. So I you are quotation... Or you are not... not alone. Parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which adds... Go ahead. Directed by the original director and creator of the series, uh, Hideko, I believe how it's pronounced. Hideaki Anno. There we go. Uh, that's why you're here for me, baby. <laughs> you sound like you didn't even care. Welcome, I, welcome. I do Did care. You even care. I do care. Welcome to Podzuki, where we it's never like pronounce anything correctly. Yeah. I tried. You know what? I tried. Okay. He's depressed. I'm depressed. We're all in the same boat. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's living it up. Uh, Amen. Yeah. And then also these freaking these movies are just called Evangelion. They don't have Neon Genesis in them anymore. I think. I think they dropped the Neon Genesis. I think. Uh, the, yeah, you're right. They do. It is just Evangelion. Yeah, they're like drop Neon Genesis. Oh it's yeah, cleaner. you're right. Like, uh, you know. well, I mean, this film came out in like 2007, right? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. 2007 is when this one came. out. Okay, that's way after the Sega Genesis. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, that's what they want you to think, man. No, well, the original series was 95 perfect time for sega genesis mm. yeah sure yeah. yeah i mean i did want to talk about that title like neon genesis evangelion it's so awesome <laughs> Yo. like it's, yeah, it's, yeah it rocks i mean the, the name itself pops it's, it is yeah it is the most anime name for anything like when you say that shit you know you're ready to go down to animation town like it's good it 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 reminds me when I was little and I heard like or I heard or saw the like Aeon Flux title Ooh. and I was like, oh, there's so there's so many weird sounds and it's not <laughs> from here and oh my god yeah. and there's blood <laughs> and I was so excited. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like the, this is also this is a show that like I mean I guess anime started becoming popular in America around like ninety eight like with Toonami and Dragon Ball Z so it's probably like ninety seven yeah. or something. Yeah. And this was something where, like, anyone who had any exposure to anime before that, like, you probably saw images of it. Like, you were aware of, like, 
how the robots looked and maybe some of the main characters. Maybe you didn't know what the show was, but it was in your periphery. I mean, yeah, I oh, remember. I, I remember that. Oh no, I was just gonna agree. I remember it like floating around. I wasn't completely unfamiliar. I didn't watch the series until I was like well, uh, well into my twenties, though. Yeah. Really? Because I I watched it. Yeah. I when Adult Swim aired, uh, Fooly Cooly, I watched that and I loved it. And then I discovered Evangelion through that because, like, it's, like, the director of Fooly Cooly was the assistant director throughout, like, all of Evangelion. And he directed, like, most of these rebuild movies as well. Mm. And so then I I knew I... That was Kazuya Tsuramaki, I want to say? Yeah, Kazuya Tsuramaki. That's the one. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I had better handwriting, man. I wrote it down, but what's the use if I write, like, a fucking baby? Um... (laughs) (laughs) yeah what are you gonna do but yeah i i i I go back further than uh that because uh, i got a hold of those vhs copies back when i was a kid man right after getting into anime watching dragon ball and upn i was like i gotta watch everything again oh upn you remember upn yeah i remember when dragon ball would air on upn like really early in the morning yeah i just want to remind everybody at home i am 59 years old and uh been loving anime since i was a kid so I, uh, I tried to get a hold of anything we could. I specifically remember like buying this uh, from Suncoast uh, Film in, uh, in the mall with like. It uh, would have to be back then. Yeah. It would have to be a Suncoast or a Sam Goody. Yeah, and then also Trigun and Tenshi Muyo, man. Those were. Oof. Holy Trinity right there, baby. Oh, Trigun's good for like <laughs> if you like, like a more anime Cowboy Bebop. And Tenshi Muyo is good if you're a pervert. Yeah, so both all, both of them were great choices for me as a kid. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey, Tenshi Muyo is great if you're an I aspiring like pervert as well. Yeah, yeah, it is true. So that's yeah. I mean, I think I, I I'm still trying to find a Ryoko. Aren't we Aren't all? We all? Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> that's that's my pictures of Lily. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah. It, it, it at a young age was fun to see all of the difference of like animation and just like the the sheer joy of finding something so like strange and different. Uh, I it I took know. me forever to actually finish the series, but I remember seeing a bunch of it when I was younger on the VHS copies, and then finishing the rest when I was like in high school when they did air it on uh, Adult Swim. Eventually, when did they do that? You see, this is something I've always I. Because I didn't really watch the anime Saturdays on Adult Swim when it was like became Toonami. But I mm-hmm. never remember them airing that. And I would like, it was still like using like digital cable, you know, you'd go to the, there, you would see what was on a channel at any given time. I never remember Ev- Evangelion being aired in those days. And that was in the time when I was watching Evangelion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, was it? It was was Evangelion on Adult Swim. I'm pretty sure it was. On there are the people station. who watched it on there. Yeah, I gotta. So, I'm looking this up. Now. I did not because I remember watching it specifically, like finishing the last half that I'd never seen on Adult Swim. Unless I'm misremembering, it was a different channel, but some channel did air them. I remember. I'm I'm looking. I it believe up it now. is Cartoon Network. Yeah. Is like either like it, so. It was on Adult yeah. Swim. They aired the first two episodes on on Toonami as part of their giant robot week, but they were severely edited for content. And uh, then in 2005, mm. they uh, started airing the series in full. Okay, yeah, that's that is almost exactly oh. when I saw it. So that does make sense because I remember I was just out of like high school. So 
once again, I'm old as shit. Sorry, everybody. I'll make you feel <laughs> bad about your age, but Grandpa Grandpa Brandon's here to talk about anime. Uh, yeah, it's uh, what 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 you what, you and me are about the same age. What year did you graduate? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, two. so you would I I was I was oh seven. Then so the, you would have been yeah. See, a senior right. when I was a freshman. I'm fucking old by three years, dude. I'm like a grandpa compared. I mean, to we still probably watched Ava around the same time though, because I started watching it. I would go to the Fye in uh, oh. the town that was closest enough to have a mall that was like forty minutes away. I'd go to the Fye uh-huh. and I would buy I the platinum. It was as the platinum editions were coming out of the series mm. i would buy like one or two of those and then i would get like the receipt would have like oh you get like 15 15 off your next purchase and then i would go back the next weekend or a weekend after that <laughs> and get the next volume i think there were nine in total yeah yeah i i think the 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 when i first watched it it was off somebody's dvds that had the perfect uh it wasn't the Platinum Collection. It was the Perfect Collection, which was... Yeah, that was the... I've looked at... I think that was the VHS that was the initial one. edit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, they because redid the, all the, the dialogue for the Platinum. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I think it was the original... Yeah, and, and the colors weren't um, remastered on the version I saw first. Yeah. And, and actually, I... Um, I went to Anime Central oh, with my yeah. girlfriend a couple years ago, and she caught this. She saw, and I about because I collect VHS tapes, and she Me spotted too. at one of the booths. She spotted the whole Ava series on tape, like Japanese release, oh, like in like perfect cases and stuff. Oh, they're yeah. great. And they they had they're dude, white VHS tapes. They're really awesome. Yeah, it's so sick. The, Except for the like last the, two episodes, the, which are on black VHS tape. Hmm. Well, this one that I have is this first one is black. Oh. I was try, I'm I'm trying to digitize them right now. Oh man, yeah, I love the. But I, I don't or whatever I release really I miss have. That, I like I mean, it's I feel like everybody's like older misses the technology when they were younger. But like the CRT screen and then also just like VHS transfers is just such a calming effect to me at this point, and I enjoy seeing like when they actually replicate it pretty well in certain media so i mean it just sounds fun to go back and watch after Mm -hmm. after i watched the movie because the movie is basically the first six episodes of the series yes i was gonna ask about that so i wanted to go back and watch some of the series i didn't make it through all the episodes i think i only watched the first two but i watched my vhs copies of it because i wanted that original like look like how it would have even though the first time i watched it was on dvd i wanted to see how it I guess would have looked in like 1996 or seven if I had <laughs> discovered a VHS. I did like, I love nineties anime like commercials, like before the main feature, because they don't tell you mm-hmm. anything about the story. It's just through like just scenes from the anime and some Japanese song oh, yeah. playing over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Toonami, at, like, like sizzle ad spots for like new series that they were about to show. Those things fucking rip they're they so cool freaking still. slapped like it was just so good yeah like tom telling us all the details they're so exciting uh yeah we should i guess we should actually get into the movie itself now we got a little background on it yeah let's do it uh, yeah totally yeah it's uh the interesting thing i noticed right away is i watched the english dub and they brought back a few of the original voice actors including the guy who played uh, shinji in the american version which was Spike yeah Spencer. well there's three of them 
that if they're asked, they will always do it. Yeah. And that's uh, Shinji, Misato, and Asuka. Yeah, and why... Asuka wasn't in this movie. Why wouldn't you, though, right? But... You know, like, it's such a classic role. And then yeah. I will give credit to this, and one thing I like with the Rebuild movies is, like, the original dubbing and voice actors they had for the American versions of Evangelion are pretty good. I, I like the voice acting a lot. Like, the dubs are great. The subtitles, of course, in the original series are fantastic, too, but, like, they, they're not bad. They, they do a good job. So getting them back for the movie for a few of the key roles I liked a lot. Um, yeah. I also, I, we'll get into this later in the episode, but I, I read up the weird history that Anno has with uh, Gainax, who originally made this now in, like, a whole lawsuit. So I'm still surprised he did these movies. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty faithful for the first six episodes as a movie. And it actually works pretty well for a movie structure, I feel like, too. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job kind of condensing and because i mean that whenever i actually sit down and try to think of like how how you do that i like i they did it pretty seamlessly and it's it even looks more cinematic in general yeah the animation is good because i think one thing i really enjoyed about these movies is they they have a bigger budget and it looks great but they don't go over the top it's almost like they took a lot of the key fight scenes and parts from the original anime and just like souped it up a little bit I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that, but I kind of felt this anime looked for like a movie that was coming out in theaters as a retelling of Evangelion. I thought it looked surprisingly cheap. Oh, really? And I mm. I was watching it on DVD, mm. so maybe that was affecting some of it. Like I just thought, like there's some things that, like Adekiana would do that I'm glad they did in these movies where they were, they were like tricks to like save on animation, so there'd be like a conversation going on, but it's just panning over like the scene like right behind the characters talking yeah but then there would be other scenes where like the character was talking and i feel like it was very obviously like just their i don't know it's just i guess it wasn't as much i wasn't seeing as much money on the screen as i feel like evangelion in 2007 should have gotten <laughs> so like the whole time where you watch the movies it... after this one were seemed a lot better <laughs> yeah. so i think Mike's, maybe they Mike's gave it a modest he, budget for this one he already knows the joke i'm gonna make which i'm so sorry but i'm gonna have to do it the whole time you're watching did you just keep sca- like screaming at the screen show me the money it's just like okay <laughs> 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 okay, let's just end the episode there. That's the highlight right there. Get that a sizzle. All right, <laughs> slam dunk. It was great to have be on the show. All right, guys. we'll get we'll get yeah. we'll a movie now. We uh we get to okay, see the movie. The movie starts with uh, it gets pretty in- into the action pretty quickly. Shinji has shown up. Our protagonist has shown up in Tokyo Three, and he's waiting on one of our other main characters, Misato, to pick him up at his train station. Mm-hmm. And we get the infamous yep. Misato photo. Hmm. Why is mm-hmm. it infamous? Which yeah, tell me. Because every t- it, every version of Ava, that's always there's always like a line that I'm assuming Misato drew onto the photo of herself, pointing at her cleavage, saying "Special attention here, please." <laughs> like pay attention yeah. to this. Some version of that, and I've never understood that all right i'm googling this right now that's important to me <laughs> yeah she sends like a like a, pr- a pretty egregious thirst trap to this young boy oh yeah look at that yeah she's wearing a tank top she's leaning forward yep titties out yeah <laughs> titties out midi's out man that's what i say <laughs> yeah <laughs> midi cables she actually has a midi keyboard oh, yeah, i thought that was a walter midi <laughs> reference yeah uh yeah that's that's a, that's a really good joke i like that i never realized that i never noticed that detail even watching the movies again here 
but yeah, she picks him up and takes him to go to the Nerve headquarters. Uh, now you're asking yourself, Brandon, what's the Nerve headquarters? What's Nerve? And I'm like, have you ever seen an anime nerd from 2003 with a messenger backpack? Because you know what that symbol looks like, baby. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fig leaf. Yeah, it's a fig leaf. They're a secret quasi-cult slash government organization slash working to stop the end of the world poss- or possibly make the end of the world happen that works outside of the UN forces but is not a part of them. You know, you've seen movies. You've seen TV yeah, shows. Yeah, it, it is crazy. The whole oh. that they're supposed to be clandestine and completely secret they do it better here in the movie than they do in the anime because in the anime, like everybody seems to know everything about nerve. Yes. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, he gets dropped off and then he sees his dad standing up on a hanger being a fucking jerk ass. Oh, and, and a, a, an angel, like a literal angel, like an angels as they're described in the Bible who look like monsters and not like, humans with wings wearing mm-hmm. robes is attacking tokyo 3 yeah that would be set shield i believe is the first one which is a co- yeah, very we, cool there are three angels movie and this is the first one sashio hey yeah. uh, just 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 yep. real quick as someone who doesn't have uh, a ton of uh, just knowledge of ava from beforehand do they eventually have an angel that just looks like a guy in a cheap costume because i think that would be great yeah, that's the final angel. Kind of, actually. They kind of actually kind of. do. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm definitely like going to the... keep watching these then. Yeah, I think you'll... It, it is, you know what? I'm going to say this. Going back and watching the movies does make me want to watch the series again, or at least finish these movies. I mean, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but, like, it is... I, I do like the, the through line of the really cool mecha design, but also, like, the angels slash enemies they fight are all really neat and interesting designs, especially because of how much they change as it goes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, because yeah, that first fight. Oh, it's I, the first fight's so good. good. Like, we, we should just get to that. Mm-hmm. We get a little background story before that about uh, Shinji being estranged from his father. His father seems like a complete. Well, dick. his father is the is the commanding officer of Nerve. Yeah, who was that was created in order to fight the angels. We also forgot to mention the the second impact. Like there was an apocalyptic event fifteen years prior to the start of the movie. Yeah, that wiped out what half of the human population, I believe. The yeah, fifty percent of the mm-hmm. world population. Yeah, so eugenics. It melted the, the world, ice caps. Eugenics around the world are celebrating and having a, a ball in the future. They're doing great. Uh, you know, they're really glad about what happened, and they don't. They they forget to mention that actually it's not about overpopulation, but the fact that capitalist societies burn more resources. So actually, overpopulation was never an issue. Uh, anyways, they continue going on. Having a fun time, and that's when we are caught up to Gendo uh, looking down at his son, saying, like, look at that dumb shit. I fucking hate him. Uh, and his then... 15-year-old son, who is a... <sighs> What's the term? I know, like, I... A lot of people in the fandom like to shit on Shinji. Yeah, what's the most because, PC term we can it's... use for a punching bag? <laughs> like, like, just the... Wuss. Yeah, I mean... I guess yellow belly, just chicken shit. Yeah, it's a chicken just shit. As, well, it's not even that. It's like a sense of, he, of worthlessness that makes everyone upset at him, like that he's not even trying. Like what? I don't know what to. What's a good phrase for that? White male? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Oh what yeah. To put on it. <laughs> I I I love Shinji though, and I know I, I know do too. when yeah. people when people will say when people hate him, I get it, but like. He he is a fucked up little yeah, boy. He's got a bad boy. He, like his whole life has just been nothing but trauma from the very beginning. Like his mom died when he was little. His dad he was like saw his absolute, mom die. Like, 
saw his mom die. Dad's an absolute piece of shit. He's just looking for anyone to like tell him he is good enough and loves him and give him and just point him in a direction. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> when that is one thing ahead, that, I, that I feel the move, the rebuild movies do really well is showing that the children, which is what they call them, like the like there's the first child, the third child, the second child, like mm-hmm. Shinji's the third child, right? Yeah, who are like sort of like for lack of a better term, destined. To pilot the Avas. Damn, three children. And what is this? The, the rebuild Trinity? movies do the fucking biblical uh, symbology we're looking for. Ooh, baby. They do a really good job <laughs> of portraying that these are kids. They're yeah. like they're fourteen years old, fifteen at the oldest. Oh yeah, I, I again as, right. as someone who doesn't have any history with Ava, I don't like Shinji as a person. I think he's a very good deconstruction of like a typical shonen protagonist. Because he is fucked up in the way that all these kids should be. Brandon and I both love Gundam series. All of those yes. kids are committing war crimes constantly, and none of them act like that. Shinji does. That is right. That is such a perfect thing to say. The deconstruction of the, the shonen hero. Yeah, I do like... that. That's perfect. That's exactly what I think he is. The thing I really like about these movies and what they focus on the series is just the immense mental weight and fatigue that sits on his shoulders knowing, like... Hey, I'm one of the few people that can actually pilot these things to stop the world from ending again. Also, I feel completely worthless, and if I fuck up, everyone dies. Like, man, imagine if you're depressed. Just put that <laughs> on yourself a little bit more. Like, yeah, it's like all the internal voices that everything really like. You, if you fuck up, it's all relying on you. Everyone's going to be disappointed. It's going to hurt everyone. You're hurting everyone just by existing. Except it's true. I no. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just a 100% confirmation of your entire depressed How, dialogue. I, I'm, I'm sure yourself. someone says this to him like in the later films or later in the series, but he's got to look on the bright side. Like if he dies and fails, like everyone's going right after him. They're not going to be disappointed for long. Yeah, that's a good point. Somebody should say that. I don't think they do, but that's like <laughs> Nietzsche just stops by and it's just like, hey, dog, hey, dog <laughs> check this shit out. <laughs> That'd be so good, man. Uh, yeah. Which I'm glad he's yeah, dead. Once though. again, we're we're all supporting it in favor that Nietzsche's dead, where he deserves to be in the fucking ground. Fuck him, stay in the yeah. ground. You want a you want an Uberman? Here's an Underman. You you're in the ground, bitch. <laughs> so, so Shinji's dad, who's a dick, asks him to pilot the Ava, which is a giant robot mech made out of like flesh. Yeah, like it's got it's got metal on the outside, but then the inside you see even in this episode in this movie this is like flesh inside of it yeah it's, they they do better like a biological job. machine they do a better job with this of like especially with the i think the second angel fight where you can actually see the hands of like they look straight up human which is really creepy and i'm glad they have more of a better like detail or effect on them for these movies yeah they filled i i noticed that this watching it this time uh that they really because i recently went back through the series and they really filled in some of the details in that first fight, like with some of the violence. Uh, <laughs> and that was awesome. I'm very glad they did that. They did. I know what you mean where it kind of looks, it kind of looks a little like the digital shit kind of looks a little cheap. I totally know what you mean. But as far as like some of those details that they put in, I was like, hell yeah. yeah. I would love, I love more violence. It, this one does a great job. Too. I mean, the original series is violent, but I love definitely the excessive uses of like the angel blood and like all of this constant gore going on in this. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I like whenever they destroy an angel's core, how like it just explodes and there's like 
millions of gallons of just blood raining. just wash over. <laughs> raining. Oh, that rules. Yeah. The blood rain sound yeah. is. I noticed the blood rain sound more in this. Maybe I was listening with headphones and I wasn't before, but I didn't notice the blood rain sound yeah. in the series. And then, uh, the, so to kind of get back onto the plot lines of everything going on, he fights the first Angel Sechiel and then. Uh, he uh he was he's not quite ready for it, but I think that was kind of like Gendo's plan so that he could activate that berserk mode because uh, he gets the shit beat out of him and then basically shot in the head in the mech where it makes him. It's also important to like uh, what piloting a Nava. There's a thing called synchronization, where like the pilot is directly connected to the Ava, so they feel the pain. Like like the angel mm-hmm. breaks uh, Ava Unit One. Which is the one, which is Shinji's Ava. Yeah. Breaks Ava Unit 1's arm, and Shinji feels it. Yeah. And that... So, like, even though Misato's, like, she's the captain of operations for Nerve, so she's, like, the one commanding the Ava. Says, like, oh, it's not your real arm, but, like, okay, certainly feels like my real fucking arm. It, it's, yeah. it, it feels like they could have maybe told him that before he got in the suit. They didn't explain a lot to him in the beginning. Yeah, no, they, they really just threw, threw him in. That rules. <laughs> they're like oh shit did anybody tell him no no okay shinji just try to ignore it it's gonna feel like your arms being ripped off it's just focus on why you came here yeah also you're gonna get shot in the head and feel like you've mentally died and then go into berserk mode but trust me it's gonna fucking rule dude it's gonna be so cool see that's one thing that i wish they that they did in the series they didn't do in the movie and i understand why they didn't but in the series like, the first episode ends with the Ava being dispatched right. to the surface. Then the next episode begins with Shinji waking up in the hospital. So you go, yeah. and you don't find out how the battle goes till the end of that episode. Right. I thought that was cool. I liked that about the first two episodes yeah. of the series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sweet. and then also I I do like the design for the mecha a lot, but also like the fact that like, there's that cool knife you can pull out from the, the top, kind of like, I think the left arm. It's just like a, a progressive knife. Yeah, it's literally just a giant cool knife that he uses to just like clean yeah. into things. It it looks way different in the, these movies though, because in the animes it looks like those knives were like they're kind of like exacto knives, but they're extendable and yeah. they're collapsible, where like you can pull a part off. Oh, there's another part exactly like it underneath, like, like those long box cutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it looks those. like a box cutter. Huh. That's exactly what it's, it looked like. I read in an interview when they were doing, I think it was in like one of the interviews that's like in one of the mangas I have or something that they included in between. But they were talking about the character design for these, for the Avas. And I think at one point he, so when they were brainstorming on it, they had the progressive knives like big, like swords. Um, and that was one thing I always wondered about too. Is like, why didn't you make the swords big? It seems <laughs> yeah. like a like a mech, easy mech thing to do. Just because it would have been too Gundam, probably. Well, yeah, I think he wanted to highlight the like craziness of the Ava itself. Like the Ava is menacing, and he wanted it to just. He didn't want anything to overshadow the the like crazy animality of like this like long ass limbed like bony yeah um, like crazy eyed I like robot that decision man. I mean yeah the, that totally makes sense yeah because like when you see a sword it almost has like a sense of like elegance or form to it but like a knife that's like that's like number one crazy person weapon right there like that's <laughs> they got yeah. it down so stabbing people with my hobo knife yeah, so I don't know what he's doing yeah but that fucking rules 
It's a uh, yes. Yeah. After the it, fight, though, they uh, basically have it where like I was this in the series originally, but like Shinji's like in this like I want to say like uh, mind palace train dreaming, and then like right before he wakes up, he sees that's that shows up a lot in the, a few times in the series, but a lot in like the original movies. Yeah, because I, I like that because it almost gives a flash and a hint of like what kind of comes with the original series and ended uh, end of Evangelion. Um, which I'm going to be interested if we keep watching these movies to see how they handle that or how much they change that. So, cause that dude, that shit's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we'll get there eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these mo these movies take a weird turn. Yeah. I'm excited for a weird turn though, man. I love a good um, weird turn. Yeah. Who, yeah. if you guys saw, I love, I Have love you guys it. seen End of Evangelion, like, for uh, uh, Luke and Mike? Have I seen Wait, that what was movie? The yeah, have you seen End of Evangelion as well? Of course I've seen End of oh, yeah. Evangelion. Like, I yeah, a bunch of times. Because I love the series, but I think it was that ho the opening hospital scene from End that made me realize this anime is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it is. And I will yeah. never want to not be involved with it. It's it's really good, and that's why I'm curious. Since you guys have both seen the new movies, like how does it hold up compared to like End of Evangelion? You, we were actually talking about this before, yeah. like we started recording. How like Ano's not the man he was when he made End, and we're <laughs> yeah, not going to get that movie again. When he made that. <laughs> well, I right. think he was. I think he. Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't take the remakes quite as seriously as the series and the and even End of Evangelion. Just because it's, it's like that shit is so like potent. Like he was in, like you could tell like, like that was some awful experience that he had that came out in the form of this movie. And also like this, he and I've seen him in an interview talk about his disdain for otaku's in general and like his fan oh, base yeah. that was just clamoring for stuff. And he was like, okay, motherfuckers, here. <laughs> I'm gonna like. I'm gonna take your protagonist. I'm gonna make him crawl through the mud like a fucking little pig. And he's gonna and, he's and gonna be like, a pussy and cry. Yeah, I'm never gonna do it. Jerk off pathetically like you all do and watch so, it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> over this over this like half dead like 14 year old anime girl that's not even real. Yeah. Like here here's you you, <laughs> you bitch. And I know then, it's so awesome. I, think, <laughs> I know it's so sick. I, I think I, I think like the the remakes I, the, they don't feel anywhere near as like as like potent yeah. though. Like, oh yeah, like, because I, I don't take I like it, but I, I just don't. So I, don't yeah, I guess that's where I'm like yeah. well, I'm getting off track and doing like a, a sidebar here is like do you do you think the movies stand on their own though is like a different property like they have worth and value existing? Yes, the third movie is the only one that I'm not 100% sure on that, but depending on what the fourth one, which is supposed to come out in, like, 10 days. Yeah, so it's really we'll see. Yeah, depending on how that one stacks up, we'll see. But, I mean, I think anything that exists kind of deserves to exist. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just like going back there and, like, hanging out with, Hanging out with them, like I, I don't care if they like make a fucking Burger King ad out of it. Like I'll just go hang out with with fucking Misato, yeah. and and like get I don't know I, I yeah again and they're doing like and they are kind of like doing crazier digital art stuff 
in the remakes. And I'm interested to see how that goes in the fourth one. Some of the Ava fights, like especially the last movie, they're very impressive. That's clearly what I think they want to do. Because even like all the Gynax people, they started out like, oh, we're anime fans. We want to do this cool anime action stuff. Yeah, I could I could see that with this right, first movie, right. even with how they they both like they didn't redo the action scenes, but they definitely seemed to have more of a punch to them, which is nice. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I I I love I I love the remakes though. I mean, I I not as much as like the originals though. Yeah. I mean, the originals like gave me purpose. Yeah, they they really were yeah. a huge giant. That was this series wasn't quite that to me, but it's like when I first saw Trigun, which I just completely fell in love with and then uh i'd say eventually it's actually kind of a parallel to this too but big o was like a huge inspiration for me as a kid of just Ooh, like oh I man fucking, that's, I that's, that's a big batman o. if it were an anime yeah it is well, so of course big, o. big o's like Here's the, the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to mecca because uh the ava units are so they're so fluid and they move around like people and big o's just a big lumbered machine and i love him so much yeah yeah, and I do like the deconstruction of like ideas and stories that are very similar to like breaking down mecha anime and genres into something completely different that Big O does, much like Evangelion does too, which is a, a huge fan of. You know, it's all good. I love big robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think right now in the story where Shinji is beaten the first angel, and he's got been beaten up by uh by toji at this point right his classmate because they send him to right. just a yep. regular school mm-hmm. and so now he's just kind of like he's there at nerve he's living with misato and he just and doesn't Pen-Pen. really know what don't forget Pen-Pen. yeah and pen pen yeah we mix the whole like the whole <laughs> comedy scene where he meets pen pen the best character in all of evangelion <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wonder where he fucks off I'll, to in the yeah. end, end of end, like end of Evangelion. Where does he go off to? Does he go to hell? There've been a lot of memes about that recently. <laughs> actually, like a lot of like very sad memes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he doesn't get his own Ava unit eventually. He's got to right. Well, he, he most of them they assume he turns into uh, orange soda with with the rest of the planet. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That'll or I wonder what the cranberry juice. I wonder what the like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, I wonder what he like. You know how they all see, like they have like a, like a death thing play out in front of them. Like they have yeah. someone that they care about, just tell them it's going to be okay, or they see some sort of fantasy thing. Yeah, I wonder what his was. I wonder what Pen Pen's. Was. Well, I actually saw a meme about this today. It was Masato coming back to him. Oh, that's oh, that's. Yeah, I was really hoping it's just like a yeah, penguin. right. It's supposed to be sad. I was hoping it's just like a penguin with like a big set of titties, being like, "Hey, babe, what's up?" Like, I was hoping it was going to be like was, Shinji smacking him in the face with his dick. Yeah, <laughs> just has it coming, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he. But it. What happens to animals? And okay, we don't need to go down there. That's, we're, we're talking. Yeah, or shit, it's like a Shinji's it, going through training be, to be an Ava pilot. Yeah. Also, we've not mentioned Ray at all yet. Yeah, like Ray is kind of the reason that he ended up. Right. He originally refused to pilot the Ava. Then they're like, "Okay, reconfigure the entry plug for Ray. She's not dead yet." And then Ray comes out. She's on a gurney. She's all damaged, and the angel, which is trying to attack uh, to attack uh, their headquarters, which is a Terminal Dogma or Central Dogma. Yeah, 
It's one. Mm-hmm. It's one of those uh, two. Yeah, I think those are two. They're two different things. Different like things, one is where they keep but... Lilith, and the other is they're where the Magi are held. Yeah, I think Terminal Terminal Dogma is the is the one with Lilith. The pyramid. Oh, the the the, the pyramid is Central Dogma then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they they. It gets attacked by the angel, and there's a big shockwave, and Ray gets knocked off her gurney, and Shinji goes over to her, and basically, mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, like, some gross teenager stuff, like, oh, save this hot young girl. Like, that's how he's, how Gendo's going to convince Shinji to pilot the Ava. Well, also, because it's just, like, right. horrific to watch where she's, like, dying, she's like, well, I guess if you're not gonna go, I'll go pilot the other one, if you're cool with that dude. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, she can't even sit up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is his, this is his yeah. first day. This feels like a lot for the first day. Yeah. But, I mean, like I was saying earlier, the good news is he goes uh, berserk mode and rips the shit out of that uh, satchel and then comes back a hero... Spends that evening with Masato, where we get some like fun cleavage shots if we get out of the shower. You know, important story stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see that uh, infamous yeah. listening to Trek Twenty Five, which of course, as we all know, uh, the Bloodhound gangs uh, do it like animals, listening to it over and over again. Um, <laughs> what 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 do they say the track is supposed to be? I don't know what you're talking about. The track that uh, that know, he listens to on the tape player. It's like uh, it's supposed to be like classical music or something, isn't it? I always thought classical music, yeah, on his tape player. Yeah, that which they, they don't really talk about it in this movie, but it's supposed to be it was his dad's tape player. Yeah. Oh, is like the only thing he had of his. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't. While they're setting up for like the what's going to be like the the ultimate fight of this movie, uh, we get to see him going back to school and bonding with his two classmates a little more, even like letting him trade blows with them after saving them, which is kind of a. Fun they should thing. have more of that because they're yeah. like in the first six episodes. Of the anime, there's a lot more bonding scenes. Yeah. There's especially one scene where it's like, when does Shinji run away? Does he run away after the second angel? Yeah, it's after that. Yeah, okay. So the second angel, which looks like a giant flying crab with uh, electric whips for hands. Yeah, like big ropers yeah, for hands. Yeah, big, yeah. rappy ropers. Just slicing buildings up in a real cool style, too. I like that oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shinji's sent out in Ava Unit 1 to fight it. But Shinji's classmates, one of whom who are buddies, one of whom was the one who punched him because his sister was hurt in the first Ava attack, in the first mm-hmm. angel attack. Yeah. Yeah. So he was pissed off and punches him, but they, like, one of them, Kensuke, Kensuke Ida, is, like, really into the Avas and military stuff, and he was like, ah. This is like the most important thing that'll ever happen in human history. We got to get out of the shelter so we can watch the battle, and I can record it with my crappy 1996 camera. He he made a really big deal of saying like, "Well, hey, I have no idea if this is ever going to happen again." And I I don't know what the time frame of this movie is, but do all of these attacks happen like within the same month? Yeah, it's pretty close. I'd assume that's a good question, though. Actually, on the time frame, because I never. I believe in the anime, it's over like between two years damn really yeah like, like oh wait those first ones or all, all of them? them like all of them like all yeah eight yeah, angels yeah, yeah. or whatever what I, I do like that they one of them I, the, the nerdy with glasses says like oh, i just want to see it in my lifetime before we die 
I'm like, I kind of agree with that kid because they're like living in a post-apocalypse and they don't know when they're going to go. So why not see like a cool robot before you get turned into blood juice? So also, I, I mm-hmm. uh, all this kid wants is to pilot an A though. <laughs> I, I, I do have a, another yeah. question because I know they No, I'm sorry. I'll save this for later in the movie. Okay. I respect okay. that. But anyway, they, they <laughs> managed to get out onto the surface and Shinji fucks up fighting uh, Shamshell, which is this angel's name, mm. the second angel. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. And he gets knocked over like like a mile from where he was and lands right next to where Toji and, and Kensuke are. That's their names. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Toji, Suzuhara, and, and Kensuke Ida. Yeah. They're crying. They're freaked out and they're crying. I did not notice that before in the series, but in the movie, for sure, at least, they are weeping little Which boys is, uh, good. well yeah definitely because like at first they were like it was yeah it was far away but now it's right next to you and like oh man this is way scarier than i thought it was gonna be oh, yeah. i I'd, I'd be scared too mm-hmm. if i almost got a high five from god yeah yeah literally yeah. High five from god. <laughs> so he opens the plug unit which is what they use to oh we didn't talk about that too they go into these things called plug units that are full with lcl well which uh we won't tell you what it is but you can guess it's um, cranberry juice well they 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 do a very good job, and they do this in the anime as well, of showing how, like, I guess the procedure of how much work goes into activating the Evangelion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, there's got yeah. like, it's, it's, like, teams and teams of engineers working to get these things working, like, who, there are, like, restraints that it has to be put into these turbo lifts that take it from central dogma to the surface. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. That's and honestly, that's one thing I love about uh, the, like everything in Evangelion is that all of the like sci-fi, like minutia stuff, all the, like the, like the teams of releasing the locks and all of the like new little tiny detailed like things where they blow the explosive bolts to yeah. save Shinji and the third with the third angel. It like, it gives like such a huge scale, which makes you like think like it gives you a scale for the whole world they're in too. That like you feel like how much, how expensive this would have to be. It's, this is like, like a, a feat of humanity to have created this fucking thing in the first place. I was just, I was at some point I thought they said it takes like, took like all of the world's money, like all yeah. the money on earth in order to make these Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think it's so cool. It like makes you, it makes the whole thing feel so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very realistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's got a real good sense of weight and just like, I'd say production maybe is a good way to just all the work that has to go into this and like how they house the units, which is really cool. So a huge fan of that. Even when Shinji and Misato first show up at Nerve, like they get lost because the place is so massive. And that's not just housing the Avas, that's just all the other shit they need in order to take care of the Avas. Yeah. They do still do my favorite trope in mecha animes, which is where like they have like just common military like tanks and guns that they fire at the things first and then eventually somebody's like okay just just send the big robots out what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah what's the point they're like it's just like completely worthless and they're like oh my god that is our biggest tank 
Yeah, which like, it does feel very realistic coming from America of like, okay, we need to use all of our military power for us that we know that that's not going to work, but we do know it's expensive and we do want to use it. So you got to get those black water. Yeah, but you do backs. have like nerves sitting in the background that entire time. I mean, like their weapons are useless. Yeah, they should just send us now because they're just wasting money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Masato even says that, which I think is a really good touch. But uh, that uh, second fight to get back to like where we were in the storyline of the movie is uh, his two friends get into the plug with him, so they're in that uh, LCL fluid as well. And then uh, Masato's telling him not to keep engaging and to pull back, but then he decides to try to get it at the core with the knife. And it's a really cool tense scene where like it shuts down right before because the power cord, or as they call it, the umbilical cord, got cut from the suit. And mm-hmm. then it's just like a few seconds yeah, of the, them the... in the dark. The Ava themselves, like without being plugged up to and an outer power source they have like 40 seconds yeah the power no, it, it, i believe it, it, it had five minutes yeah five minutes exactly which is that whole scene's really fun and well done but uh yeah he's he stabs the knife right into the core right before the power goes out and then it's just kind of like this darkness and then he realizes that he finally did it as he comes back to and he rescued his two little friends which is nice and then we one uh, thing that okay bothers me about that though which I watched the movie last night, but I feel like, and maybe just Spike Spencer was older when he recorded this, his scream isn't sticking out in my mind as he's stabbing the core of the second angel like it does from the original series. Because he screams like, Spike Spencer's screaming during this anime is like one of the cornerstones of it. (laughs) Yeah, I hope he's doing a lot of screaming warm-ups for this, but I I feel like he's still got it. Like, I still... It has a lot of the distinct lines I remember from when I was a kid. I also think the music in this movie is not very good. Because there's a lot of, like... Well, this one in particular, where I feel like it it was a, a new version of a track from the series, but they added, like, Latin chorus to it. But their Latin chorus, I could never tell exactly what they were saying, but it sounded like they were saying, This is the epic battle! Yeah, epic that's exactly battle! what they're saying. I, did, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, I think I like the more orchestrated music for the movies, though, overall. I, I also enjoyed, it, I enjoyed the soundtrack a lot. It reminded me a lot of, like, early kaiju movies. Like, I got, I got good, good big kaiju vibes from this movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so between this last fight of the movie, we kind of get more time with Shinji and Rei together. Uh, he walks in on her naked to give her her pass for nerve because you know it's just story writing right there. And like, does he does the classic anime trope fall on top of that naked woman and then filling up her boobs, which is a, a weird thing to do. Yeah, hand hey. falls right on top of her tit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think their their excuse for it is it's storytelling to show that she's just very numb and cold to the whole world, including having a teenage well, boy on top it, of her and being like, eh, Also, whatever. I don't know if, like, it, it showed up on y'all's version, but when he takes his hand off her tit, you actually see her nipple. I mean, I think in the series you did, too, if I remember correctly. I don't remember that in the series, but maybe. I, I feel like in the series, like, because you don't need to see her nipple. Oh, that's There's your really no point. Yeah, and speak for yourself. Yeah, that's your man. Yeah, <laughs> she's fourteen. I know it's creepy. Well, it's a very creepy she's thing. A soulless clone. Also, that's yeah. one thing. Like, like uh, I, I, I did with with uh, my friends Jason and Jim. Um, Luke, I don't know if you know them. There, I do a cocaine murder jam with them. But we were doing, we tried to do a an Ava podcast for a little bit, but it kind of fell off. Um. 
it kind of just we just got lazy and didn't finish I feel it. Like but you can't do an Ava podcast with with everybody who knows Ava. It's got to be like someone who knows Ava and someone who doesn't know Ava. Yeah. Well, that's what we that was the idea. It's like I I okay. have seen it a couple times. They don't not only have they not seen Ava, but they just don't give a fuck about anime in general. And and so it was like uh kind of hard to get at least Jim, Jim doesn't like action either. He just whatever. But besides the point, we were they <laughs> one trolling because hate that guy. Well, one tr- he's cool. One, fuck Jim. Just kidding. Yeah, fuck that Jim. piece of You're shit. Listening. Yeah, he's really, he's really <laughs> he it, yeah he, yeah both of them are they're uh, <laughs> great friends. They one one trope though that came up big time when we were watching it. Was the like sexualized ish like like teen t- like teens in general like all that like ass and tits that you see? Uh, it was like we spent a long time talking about it because <laughs> they were just not as uh, like familiar <laughs> with it. It's not a thing that shows up in the media that they watch. Uh, oh, so yeah, like with anime, yeah. There's a lot of anime in this. Yeah, I mean, and and that scene in particular, I remember we talked about it for fucking ever, and it was like this is like they were just like, I can't watch this. This is wrong. I'm a grown man. I'm like, just don't take this as seriously, dude. Uh, like, th- th- it's yeah. not real. I think it probably because I watched that the first time. I was probably 15 myself. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. And I think that's when you're supposed to watch something like this. Yeah, because then you're like the same age. You're like, oh, she's just like me, but she's got boobs. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> she's also a clone of his mother. Spoiler alert. Yeah, what are you, 4chan, man? That's what it sounds like when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I remember when I was like, uh, I don't know how old I was, but I was like just kind of, I was in like a really woke period of my life. So I was just like g- going around the internet just saying like, just calling things problematic and getting in arguments with people all the time. Uh, I like made up, I went to the Evangelion subreddit and I was just like, um, this show sexualizes children and that's problematic. We need to have a conversation about it. And they fucking flamed me. They're like, <laughs> what are you doing? Get off of this fucking subreddit. Don't take this. From have you me. never seen anime They're not before? Even real. I know. Don't it was you make so... fun of my 14 year old waifu. Don't Mike, <laughs> yeah, why would you, you go on the internet you know... just to upset a bunch of libertarians? <laughs> Got <laughs> You know what did? I learned a lot. Strike fast. me more than usual though with this mm. is the whole Masato is a pedophile thing. You know that meme that's been going around? I don't think so. She's just right. being fun and flirty, man. I, I don't I don't, I don't get that energy from her. I no, I I I I half agree with both of you cuz I don't think she's like full on pedophile, but she's she's crossing some lines that shouldn't be crossed. She's yeah, I guess adult. first she's, night showing up I in think the room it, with a towel is kind of a little risque. Yeah. A lot of talent right. reactions with this anime. But it also speaks to, I mean, as all of the like weird parts in this show, especially in the series, is that every weird thing that you could try to tack onto them, you can also can, like attribute to a very real depiction of them being fucked up. Like Misato mm-hmm. uses her body constantly, is like has a huge hole inside of her, is like very like dysfunctional and disordered. So it's like completely believable yeah. that she actually would 
be doing the, like someone like that would be doing the thing. You know, it, it's one of the reasons that I love the series so much, yeah. the show so much, because like, no, like you can be a bad character, but still be a good character. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's I feel like a lot of times people basically. are like, "Oh, this character does disgusting things. They're a bad character." Like, no, they're just a bad person. They're a good character. Yeah. 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 I mean, because also, I love that Shinji never does the thing you want him to do. Yeah, and the thing too with Mas- uh, Masato is like it's one of the first few characters in the series to actually like tell Shinji like, "Yo, you have you know you have worth and people care about you." Because, like, ain't nobody doing that for this kid right now. Right. <laughs> no, so. yeah, no one. She's the only one who shows him, like, genuine affection and tries to tell him, like, don't don't kill yourself today. Yeah. Right, but she also does it for very self-serving reasons. Because I think, like, the attraction, quote-unquote, she has with Shinji is because of what she, what part of herself that she sees in him. Mm, yeah, I can yeah. see that. It's yeah. There, I mean, that's the nice thing about this entire series of movies. The, there's a lot of complexity to all of the characters, which you could talk about for a while. Uh, and then also, this this does end on a good note for the series, where they get into the third fight finally, which to uh, move the plot along. Yeah, a little bit. Which this is my favorite angel. I, yeah, I love cool. the design of this angel. Did it look anything like oh. this in the in the original anime? It looked like a like a like a big like diamond i guess whatever but mm-hmm. it didn't do that like when it got shot those like complex like computer generated yeah images. that's just the cool shit for the movie and i, I love fucking it, love that shit it's so cool i yeah. know it's so sick this is my favorite <laughs> angel ramiel is my favorite guy like i love i love ramiel in the series i think it's such a brooding ugly looking like scary angel but all the crazy geometric shit is like so sick and then the one thing i wanted to uh, uh, ask you guys about if you notice is that scream whenever oh, yeah. like it's like a straight up core scream yeah oh yeah the, the scream that ramiel makes yeah i, yeah. I it reminded it reminded me of a pokemon to be honest and i i loved it for that okay yeah. i was gonna say yeah like gonna... like a porygon sort of thing yeah that's <laughs> that's that's a porygon eight yeah thank you that's, that's like way the fuck down the evolution <laughs> line thank you uh, another thing too to mention that I really like about this design is the with it changing and all of that, but also the way it does the effects of the blast whenever it attacks. Because like the way they display it in the movie in the series, uh, which I always really liked, is that it, it's so powerful and strong that you don't even see it. You just see the effects of the heat and the blast when it goes off, which is yeah. really cool looking. It's just it's well, yeah. Cool. I also like that how like when they would be watching it with cameras, like the camera wouldn't see the blast. The camera would be dead before the blast happened. Yeah, right, right. So the camera just shuts down. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I, th- this, uh, this angel, I think, I, I, I don't, I don't know about you, Luke, but this is my favorite. Who's your favorite? Yeah, it's favorite angels. You gotta go with the original, man. Uh, just, favorite like, angel. Shashiel's my favorite, because I just, it's the classic, it's the one you first see. Yeah, I, I think I like the one that uh, the giant eye one that falls from space. They have oh, to catch. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. That one's really cool, and also the the the, the Jesus one. I don't want to spoil anything, Ooh, but I'm excited. Yeah, well, yeah when they, they just fight Jesus. Too. I don't know. They all make cross attacks. They're all kind of the Jesus ones. 
There's a reason for that. I'm not going to give it away since you got to get through the movies. Is it because it likes using <laughs> Christian iconography? Yeah. Oh, I mean, with this point. movie, you got you kind of you do see him. Like, I'd completely yeah. forgotten about that scene at the end, like not before the pre-credit scene where he yeah. shows up, which is pretty cool. Uh, but right. to get back to like the fight with this one, it's it's so powerful that like Shinji can't deal with it by himself, and they have to wait for the core to open up so they can kind of snipe it with this huge thing they call the positron well yeah cannon. they also they come up with a cool plan where there was some kind of like uh i don't know what the gun the laser itself was meant for it was some like other project i'm pretty like, sure oh, they just hey. were like let's build a big uh, gun for it to use and like they're like yeah that sounds dope let's do it <laughs> <laughs> i've got one more they, thing up my sleeve yeah, big it's a, gun. a big fucking gun they, <laughs> maybe they said that in the movie but in the anime it was, it was for another purpose but then, the, then Misato knew about it and like, yeah. hey, we could use that as a sniper rifle for the Ava. Yeah, yeah. And they also like were Ava Unit uh, Zero. That's Ray's Ava, right? The yellow one, Zero. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. The white her, 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 is it yellow in her the movie? Shield. Yeah, her, hers is Unit Zero. Yeah, Unit Zero. Maybe they don't say it, but that it's Unit Zero. I'm like ninety percent sure. I, I think but she has a shield. To protect Unit One, and in the in this the movie, it's just some shield. But in the anime, it's the base of the space shuttle, which Ooh. I think is way cooler than just having it be some random shield they built. Being a part mm. of the space shuttle, that's like a, a cool world building thing. Like they're using yeah. parts of the world before to. Mm use their technology now i i did Mm -hmm. i did leave a note it did just look like uh like a gundam shield it looked like a basic gundam shield yeah that's a good way to put it uh but yeah so when they they have the first fight they realize that he's going to need backup to distract it so that they can shoot the core with the cannon so that's where we finally get ray piloting the unit zero I do like that they showed the test runs of it earlier because she's having issues getting it to link up with her, which means it goes berserk and tries to kill Gendo, which we all want to do at this point, let's be honest. It uh, also right. shows why she seems to love Gendo so much. Like we we skipped over like when Shinji came to Nerve with Rei and he talks about hating his dad and she slaps him for it because Rei really loves Gendo. Yeah, I was about to say, they, they also do a, a scene they mimic later, which we'll get to, but, like, when the testing is going bad, the plug ejects, and then Gendo's, like, the first to run down there to open the plug to make sure she's alright. Um, and, yeah, we can kind of sum up the third fight. They're they're able to distract it enough where the first shot doesn't quite work, and it, uh, it fires off a huge reaction to it. So, basically, Ray has to pilot uh, the Unit Zero a little bit more to get its attention while he shoots off the last shot in yeah. a really cool one. Um, they kind of dropped the ball with this, though, I think, because he missed the first... He he hits the first shot, but it didn't take it down for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then Ramiel shoots its laser at Unit 1, and it gets super damaged. And yeah. then they have to do the thing they have to do, where, like, uh, Gendo's like, okay, Ray, you have to shoot the gun now, because Shinji's clearly worthless. And then Masada's like, give him a chance, sir. The whole, like, end of the movie, like, oh, get, the hero can do it. And he does. But in the yeah. original anime, that first volley, Ray saves him from that with the shield. Because that's the whole point, reason she was there, to do that. 
And yeah. this one that doesn't mm-hmm. happen until he gets back to the back into firing position. Right. And then Ramiel fires again. Then she blocks that one. I think and, like I think that one just kind of, that was just kind of a a poor choice. I, I think overall I like it better for the effect of it because after the damage is done to her unit, uh, the plug can't come out. So in a very cool animated scene, he takes the knife out to like pl- like to pry it out of the back. Right. Of it, yeah. Which, yeah, that was different. Yeah, which I did like that like, little world building thing, like that he would have to do that. Yeah, but then he gets the plug out, and basically almost imitating his father exactly, uh, gets her out of there to check that she's okay. And it's it's a nice scene. It's the first time I feel like both. Cindy, he tells her to smile. Yeah, very feminist yeah. of him. A straight man telling yeah. a woman to smile. It's 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 classic <laughs> Shinji. Even when he's doing a good thing, he just cannot like go away from fucking it up. Yeah, give me a smile, baby girl. Come on, pretty pretty thing. Yeah. Why you gotta be frowning? Ooh, you're smile, way too pretty to be frowning. Way too pretty to be sad in my mom's robot. smile. Isn't that weird? Ooh, I, love I bet you'd make a great mother someday, Ray. Yeah, <laughs> real good mom. <laughs> I bet, I bet you could. Produce a lot of breast milk or something. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I get a breast milk vibe from you. Yeah. You know like, how to squeeze all before? the water out of a rag. Have we met before? I feel like we met before somewhere. You look so familiar. Uh, anyways. <laughs> hey, listen, if you if you know anything about this series, you know what's going to happen with that whole storyline. Uh, but we you don't need don't. to go down there. If you that. know, you don't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the, it for the end of the third movie. Is they have a reveal that I thought was pretty cool of... Uh, uh, real freaky stuff going. They show you the moon where it's just uh, what's his name again? Kaoru. Yeah, Kaoru. Where he uh, he's revealed to be like awoken from like this weird monolithic tomb, and uh, yeah, told by uh, I believe is supposed even to be... though he's like a much later angel. But there's also a bunch of em- other empty uh, caskets, quote unquote. Like they just look like they look like that big black casket that sh- health casket that Shinji was put in. Yeah. After the first shot from Ramiel. But yeah, I guess you're supposed to, supposed to think that there was an angel in each one of those things and Yeah. Yeah. That's what I noticed too. Um which I'm cool with. I cuz Yeah. I, I Yeah, I'm I'm fine with ha- Seal having some weird little church bunker where they keep the angels or something. Yeah. Up on yeah. the moon, and then yeah, I'm pretty sure that yeah. that giant like uh, figure that he's talking to is supposed to be Adam, but that's that's a whole thing that's way later in the the stories of all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, he basically awakes, and then that's the end of this movie. And uh, yeah, overall, pretty good. I guess we could. Uh... I I I I did have a quick I did have a quick question before we jumped in. Yes. Uh, okay, so it's it's revealed in the movie that they have, like, the remains of that one angel that's there, and that's the reason all of those other angels are attacking, like, the nerve building, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, why have they not put the nerve building somewhere else or evacuate that fucking city? Because they're fucking lazy, dude. They're like, oh, we gotta move this whole city? No, thank you. We'll just fight. We'll build big robots to fight. Well, they'd still have to put it in the path of wherever they keep it. Yeah, because that's where the angel's going to go, and they need to fight it. Yeah, and then also, I think one of the key things to leave out, or that we left out too with the summation, is that uh, if they get to that angel and why they're trying to get to, it's going to trigger the next apocalypse, which they call the third impact. I no we'll... no I I now, now what now what what do they call it in this movie? The thing in the basement? Do they call it Adam? No, they call I, it Lilith. or Lilith. They call Lilith. It Lilith. They just call it Lilith, Lilith right away. Yeah, they don't. Okay. They ain't hiding. 
they're, they're just getting it out there right away, which I appreciate. Because they did in the anime, they said uh, they thought it was Adam at first, then it turns out to be Lilith. Yeah. Right? They should have Yeah, because Kaoru, Kaoru goes on there and is... Yeah, in, in that episode, when Kaoru, uh, I feel bad for Martin because he hasn't seen it, because that's such a... That's maybe my favorite episode, but when Kaoru goes on yeah. there, it's like, holy shit, it's Lilith. And then, the Lilin? Yeah. Lilith! Yeah. 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 It's and good, man. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see it. I'm gonna be surprised, but that doesn't answer my question. I mean, why the fuck? If if half of humanity is gone, there's not an overpopulation problem. They just go somewhere else. They don't. There doesn't need to be a, a city full of people that constantly goes into hiding to avoid these giant fucking monsters. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, okay. I think the thing you don't understand is that if an angel connects with Lilith, every everything on the planet dies no it's not just going to be them destroying the scent the destroying it that happens all life is going to die i i fully understand that the thing i don't understand is why are they keeping the body of the thing like around a population of people like i understand if they reach it everyone's fucked anyway but you know you might as well like cut down on possible civilian casualties yeah well you, you we you grow to find out that Tokyo 3 is mo- pretty much all nerve per- personnel. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and they're fam- It's basically yeah, a city that exists shit, yeah. to support the Avas and, ter- and central and terminal dogma. Oh. Right. Like all those like there's one thing that Go ahead. Kids in the school. All the kids in the school are basically like kids of nerve. Yeah. Employees. Oh yeah, they, every every classmate for Shinji, which I wish they'd done a bit more because they cut that scene where, like, Shinji's class finds out that he's the Ava pilot, and they're all, like, really interested. But every mm-hmm. single one of Shinji's classmates is a class one potential pilot for an Ava. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I really Damn. don't know. But, yeah, we, we've given away a lot of the stuff for the series, so we should probably cut it there, because I think we're going to get back to the, yeah. <laughs> the next two movies. And uh, I, um, you know... To avoid any spoilers, here's the rating system we're doing this. These movies, we're going to go for a one to five uh, Ray clones out of how much you enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know why that'd spoil anything, but who knows? We'll just crazy thing I'm putting out there. I would give, you know what, watching this today and enjoying the original uh, Evangelion and seeing it kind of retold this way, I give it a four out of five Ray clones because, like, it, it does something slightly different, but it stays on track, and I, I can definitely tell how it's going to go down a way different path as it goes, as I've heard from people. But it's kind of fun to go down like memory lane, but it's not exactly the same thing. So it's like just enough to not be a reboot, but just enough to be like that comfort food, and it's pretty well animated. And they still have a lot of the themes going for the characters that makes it such a complex series. So, uh, strong start. I'm going to say 4 out of 5 for sure. Yeah. I'll give it a Three and a half. You, okay. you chopped a clone in half? Because... That's that's grisly, dude. <laughs> Do you chop it in half hey. sideways or vertically? Yeah, tell us. Like King Solomon? Uh, let, let's, let's say uh, vertically. And it's okay, better than sick. what Ritsuko does to all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We never talked about Ritsuko. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah she's a science lady. There, we got it. <laughs> there, we done. She, she, she's, she's a dye job with big boobies. Yeah. I mean, and she's also mm-hmm. a brilliant scientist. I guess that's probably more. Important. Oh, I see. That's second to her features, huh? Just like Shinji telling wow. her to smile. Hey, hey, hey her, she... the first scene of her is like a very like long shot in both the anime and the movie of her taking off her wetsuit to show her yeah, to... swimsuit underneath. 
Oh yeah, it's pretty right. cool. She, oh yeah, Tuko's a babe. She's not. Yeah, she's not just a doctor or a hot woman. She's also someone who knows that Shinji sucks. Yeah, that's the most important yep. part. <laughs> she's smart. She really but does. Yeah, hate this Shinji, was though. a. I found this. Yeah, it's a faithful retelling of the original series, uh, the original six episodes of the series, which I think is good for what. I was originally thinking the rebuild movies were going to be, and I don't want to say I hate the other movies because I don't. I just have a complicated relationship with them. I do have problems mm. with this because I think there is like little things they took out that I don't see how it was served by them taking out. Not so much by what they added, but by little, just tiny things they took out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I didn't think the soundtrack was very good. Man, that's so but, uh, that's so crazy to me. I thought it was I thought it's a pretty good soundtrack, man. It really gets you in the mood for some big old fights. I know, I just love the the originals where they would play that one on that dong 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 dong. It's all Yeah, he's going to be stuck here for a bit. They they would play those songs, but they were just different. And maybe maybe that's just me not liking different things. But I just thought trying to make them more John Williams-esque kind of ruined them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this I... was good. It's, it, it's it's the first six episodes of the series. Yeah. So I, I, I'd give this movie a solid four Ray clones out of five. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And as someone who's never seen Ava before, I did enjoy this movie, but it also fully felt like it was a condensed like six episodes of a TV show. It it doesn't it doesn't flow all that great and i don't like shinji as a person but i do like him as a character again designs are great well, fights not, are super cool it's a good time well you're not supposed to like shinji as a person i think i think that's well one you, thing you, you grow to like stays him pretty matures, constant though which i think I, is one thing i do like about the series I, i'm just i'm just saying like i've i've had so many friends who like anime who are like oh yeah no i like shinji and that's why I feel like I have to say it's like, no, I don't identify with this limp wristed fucking pathetic <laughs> yeah. fucking just nail just of so a being. so sorry for himself all the time. He fucking he... he has to have everyone pick his ass up. Yeah. And you know, it. I, I'm I'm glad that you were able to get that out of his character from just this one movie, because I was kinda like worried that like I hope that they will really get how sniveling Shinji can be oh, they make from him this one movie. They make him such a fucking whiner the whole <laughs> way through. Ooh, I love the side oh, of Martin. My I'm favorite seeing. scene from this movie is actually like it's it, it's reproduced from the the series, but they do it really well here where like uh, he when he refused to run away from the second angel. Yeah, the, and I must then Misato's away. yelling at him after around and she's about to hit him and Shinji's got a smile on his face. Yeah, and so then Misato oh, like, sent him away. Oh, that was cool. He was like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, he it acknowledged. She understood that he, he wants the abuse. He like, it's like yeah. important. Like, I this is an affection to him. Yeah, this is what he knows from Dan. Yeah, and then she smacks herself after he's out of the room. Yeah, yeah, so, that was a very wow. That's a good point. I did notice that, and I was, I was. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think the difference, and I can tell for the movies, is since they have such little time, they want to make sure that the characters are still kept likable. Because that's like a whole relationship that unfolds and matures as it goes. But this one would be kind of like too hard to condense. So I I, I get that decision at least. But it is pretty cool in the series. (laughs) Mm. Uh, But yeah, I think that leaves... uh, 
did we get the review from Mike? I think we got to get. We got to get. Oh, Mike's okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Mike's review. I would give this. I'll give this. I can't give it less than a four because it feels disrespectful. Because I like going there to Tokyo Three with all my homies, hanging out, uh, getting a brew, hanging out, getting a brew, cracking a brew with the with the bros in Tokyo Three. <laughs> uh, but I would I would give it four plus uh, some Ray Ayanami feet. I will throw some feet <laughs> to spice it up because. I enjoy that they made it a the, a movie, a movie experience. I like they also mix the sound they different. They did make it a I'll movie. That. that is good. They mix the sound different. I think that also makes the music hit differently in general. Like and then they mix the like the way they mix the like uh the rain, the millions of gallons of uh angel blood rain. Um that like hits different than in the series. Um but yeah, I would say four clones plus the feet. Yeah, that's a good point too. Uh, yeah, it's it's the sound design for this. It should be stated is pretty great because the original series has the usual thing of it's got a lot of anime trips, including like all of the generic sounds and kind of just like more attention to soundtrack. This one really takes time to like give a like a whole landscape of what the whole place sounds like as the series goes, which is pretty cool. Very atmospheric, right. which I liked. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, since we went really long talking about Evangelion, I figured we would. I think I just want to do one stupid game with us. Stupid games. Uh, which is, we got to go back to my favorite well, which is, who the fuck is Ron Canada? Oh, our favorite, yeah. Our favorite working actor in Hollywood. Over 200 roles. A real institution of a man. The judge in Ted 2. Um, but I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to give you guys uh, a name of a series he was in in 1996, and I want you to tell me which one is the real name of the series he was in. And uh, I'll describe it as, as a, serial, a serialized law drama which follows a single case for an entire season, intricately exploring every faucet of a scandalous high-profile trial until a verdict is reached. What is this series called? And trust me, nobody remembers this. It sounds really boring and no one liked it. Um, but was this series called A, Verdict 1, B, Murder 1, or C, Justice 1? Murder 1 is my, okay, my answer. We got Mike down for a Murder 1. I I think it's also murder one, but I'm gonna say what were the other two options? Uh, you have verdict one, and then you also have justice one. I'm gonna go with verdict one, but I do believe it's murder one because that's the only one that's like an actual thing. Okay. Out of those three statements. Well, I'm gonna go <laughs> with good. I'm gonna go with justice one because I believe in myself. You know what? <laughs> that's exactly why Martin is not the winner of this god damn it martin what are you thinking that's so wrong it's murder one of course it's murder one what are you doing with your life i i'm gonna go i'm gonna go pull a shinji and fall asleep in a cardboard box and be sad another another added thing he did not fall asleep in a cardboard box in the series he didn't he just wandered around oh Yeah. yeah i guess it was it was probably more expensive to animate that yeah, the cardboard box yeah. is, I think, a, a, a bit of a nicer touch. I did like, so I will. Yeah, yeah. I want I want you to watch End, where like Shinji is at his worst. Oh, Ooh. it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> he's he's such he's such a wuss in that. Like he the entire time he's he spends the entire time crying and Misato dragging him from oh, place I to place. It. Yeah, I, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just with Shinji. You kind of start hating all of the characters by the end of it and understand why they're yeah. doing what they're doing. So I, I don't <laughs> I don't want like a real doll, but I do want like a, a, a Shinji body double that I can just beat up. 
Oh, it's got to exist out there, man. I mean, after this episode, go read. Just go read some anime forums or online. And see people Shinji's opinions. They oh, they hate that dude. <laughs> what are, oh, the, what are those dolls they used to make that you could get like J.C. Penny, like oh, like for like Father's Day, like oh, terrible boss. Like, oh, give this to your husband so he can tear his boss in twain. <laughs> you know, just a like a businessman with a bunch of like removable body parts. Man, yeah, our mental health in this country really has not been good <laughs> yeah. Like, everything yeah. going on, people are like, this is so crazy. Can you believe this? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, 100%. <laughs> we put so much uh, emphasis into power and might and capital and no worth in him, you know, empathy, caring about fellow man and actual mental health care and self-care. Like, yeah, this is why we are where we are in 2021. And I thought you were going to say movies. We, I, th- oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say we put no worth in hentai. And we put no that fine. Just take away my punchline in the whole speech, man. You know what? <laughs> I was upset that I brought up my search for a hentai calendar the other week, and I thought we could talk about that for like ten minutes. You guys didn't have anything. Yeah, it has to be natural. You can't force it. Hentai is like a, a beautiful flower blooming in the middle of a urban jungle. You never expect to see it, but when it happens, you have to honor it. So exactly, Luke. You I have got to my comma a... Finland calendar though. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, oh, that's nice. Hell yeah. Uh, I did want to take a, a brief note to talk about the reason that they do these real build movies, which is a, a very interesting phenomena in animation and anime, which is. Uh, the, you know what? This is going to be a new section. This is Brand's History Quarter. So as you guys know, I love Gundam. And the original Gundam series, it ran for about 46 episodes and got kind of canceled prematurely, so they had to rush everything to do. Tamino, who's the creator of the series, like basically came to enjoy that it became such a well-known show afterwards and gained more popularity. So he wanted to fix that by redoing the entire series' three movies, which is the like original Gundam Trilogy three movies, which are actually better than the original animated series. And it's kind of like a staple they've done throughout the ages, especially for a lot of Gundam series, of when an anime becomes like super popular. They did it for Gundam Zeta. They've also done it for like, Turn A Gundam, which don't watch those, just watch the series, because those ones are pretty bad. So that's why I think it's really interesting when like a creator can go back like Anno and redo the series as like a condensed movie form to like kind of add things they wanted to. Uh, so you I know, was... I'm kind of glad you brought this up because I don't think Anno wanted to do this. Oh no, I he think didn't. he got pressured yeah. into it by others. <laughs> yeah, he he really got pushed into it, and then there's a whole weird lawsuit with Guy Next like stealing property and royalties from him too. But he decided that he wanted to eventually do this movie just so it could be done with, which I think is kind of interesting. Wow! At least from what I yeah, that's kind of like wait, even down to which I... even down to the produ- even down to the production. This was a deconstruction of Gundam. Yeah, basically, that's incredible. Like yeah. <laughs> also, it's important to note that I can't remember if we've mentioned this yet, but these movies were supposed to start in '07 and be done by 2012. The third movie, there's supposed to be four movies. The third one came out in 2012. And the fourth one is about to come out in like ten days. Yeah, yeah right. What a wild that, timeline! I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be. I didn't know it was ten days. I I knew it was supposed to be this year. Well, or the twenty third, so eleven days. But yeah, damn! I just got freaking moist. Yeah, it's a big. It's a I big mean, year for anime nerds because listen, Hathaway's Flash, which is the new Gundam movie, is coming out. Monster Hunters coming to the Switch. Like if you if you're down for anime or video games with anime themes, you you coming big this year, baby. Mm, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's about all I kind of wanted to get into because I think that that whole phenomenon of redoing a series as three movies is kind of interesting to see how people rework mm. it because it like really worked well. well that's the crazy thing. Like, that's why like why Ava became so important because anime is based off of precedent. Like, yeah. oh, this thing was popular, so we'll do it again, but this way. And it took mm. Gundam essentially, but Ano added the whole like. Oh, I'm I'm sad, and I don't know how to communicate with people. Yeah, so Which, he added that to anime. The the idea of people making their best work when they're suffering is not something I always like to support, but it's it's interesting to look at because you have that with Evangelion with him with Anno being depressed, and then Tomino made Gundam Zeta when he was depressed, which is definitely like the darkest of the series, and also like the most like critically acclaimed and really excellent storytelling with like a lot of similar themes. So it really does make you think about like. When they when they capture that suffering just right, man, it just hits differently. <laughs> well, oh. I also think Anno is interesting because I do believe Anno like might actually be like have like a developmental disability or like he's <laughs> autistic or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that. I think that's that's the note we should definitely end on because I, <laughs> man, I, I I relate to that too much of like how things develop and how people can express themselves. But uh, for recommendations and plugs. Uh, I'm, I'm going to basically, since I spent so much time talking about it, if you can get a hold of the original series of Gundam Zeta and you like Evangelion, watch that shit because it is good and it's got a lot of similar themes but in different ways. So, like, it doesn't feel derivative and it feels different, but it's, like, a very fun thing to explore and see how they kind of connect. And plus it's just cool robot fights, but in an 80s style with a pretty good budget, so the animation's still pretty fun. Hell yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to watch it. Recommendation, yeah. recommendation planted. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hell yeah, yeah I, I would, I will recommend watch Evangelion the series. It's great. It's amazing. Mm. Like, yeah, top shelf. That's like, I'm serious. It gave me purpose. It like clarified things personally and creatively. I was like, shit, I didn't know but, shit could go this hard. Yeah, but unfortunately, don't watch the Netflix. Oh sub. my god, I'm so the, glad d- that, we, not, that I'm so glad that came up. Do not watch the yeah. Netflix. You can watch the, the, the sub, fine, but the dub, don't bother with that. Is it that Yeah, bad? I mean, oh my god. It's they, like... they, they whitewash a lot of the stuff, and they, like, they didn't do their research while writing the script. Oh, they man. just put they... shit through Babblefish half the time, it seems like. I yeah I I watched through it, it like the as soon as it came on in Netflix I watched it I was like oh that was fun I haven't watched it in a while but then like I was kind of depressed and I was just like I just want to watch the like last third of it and then end of Evangelion just to, like get excited and feel something but then I was watching it and then I was like wait this has to be different so then I started going back and forth between like the original scripted uh sub and yeah. the new Netflix one, and man, they fucking... By the time you get to End of Evangelion, it uh, it kills so much of the momentum. Like, it, there's, it's so much less grave, and so much, like, it's less personal. Um, Kaoru's relationship, they nerf... Uh, it's like, <laughs> they nerf the homosexuality? How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> they they really the, do, yeah. and yeah. Big time. He says, like, I care, like you're cool. Like, I like you too, bro. And that instead of like, I love you or something, I don't know. It just like, 
It drove me fucking insane. I'm saying because... I want to invite you to my birthday party. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're man. a very special friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, the, the, the uh, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. If you can avoid sucks. it. Go-Go Anime and Kiss Anime are still fucking holding out. So there's yeah. no reason not to just watch on the aggregate yeah. sites. And then, uh, yeah, if anybody else got some recommendations or plugs, I'm guessing it's mostly recommendations because we're still in the thick of that pandemic, baby. Mm, oh, with 18 <laughs> yeah. Cs, baby. Yeah. Pandemi, sure. pandama, pandama. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not a real recommendation. <laughs> I, I I recommend having a good cry. I had I had one of those today, and it made me feel uh, a lot better because I internalize everything. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get those emotions really out. Can't bottle them up, or you get uh, basically what's going on right now for a lot of the country in 2021. <laughs> gotta get them out, man. We'll just run you from the inside. You know it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's some brevity. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, way to end on a pause, pause note. Nice. <laughs> I'm just gonna like just like clicking of a gun sound, and that's just how that episode ends. Is it, did you have a posy note to end on, or? I mean, yeah. If you watch a bunch of Gundam Zeta and you like it, go watch Gundam Turn A because it's got a really positive, good message, but it doesn't feel like you know tripe in any way or form. So you know that's the one where they oh, like do fighting like in a little like chamber in the Gundams. No, this G Gundam baby. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just one, have, you know what? That's the ultimate lesson. Martin, Martin was right. I was, I was the heel the whole time. Just watch G Gundam and feel better because it's stupid and you'll have a good time. I'll, I'll make one recommendation, a positive one, to aid the ending of, of the show or Thank whatever. Thank you so much. Give us that uh, graceful dismount. Gurren Lagan. Oh, watch yeah. Gurren Lagan. Oh, Gurren Lagan. You'll so feel good. good. It's a positive direction. Just, it... it it is one of the it, genuine. Like I am, I am bruised and cynical and poisoned, very nearly to my core. And Gurren Lagann made me feel hopeful and good. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. It's a great, fun series to watch because, man, the the designs, the mecha, everything about it. It's ooh, it's a good time. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, so that's, fun. That's yeah. Let's end on that positive energy before I carry it away and say something really depressing, like I do most of these episodes. Well, so, are we gonna do our try our ending thing? Or yeah, do we let's do. I mean, we gotta. We gotta. So here okay, we go. I'm ready. All right, three, two, two, two one. one. You're, you're, gonna you're gonna like, like the way, the way I, fuck. I fuck. I guarantee. I guarantee. Oh, we did it, guys. We've we've successfully <laughs> linked up and made the Voltron of terrible sayings. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Good night. I think I was the whole. Thank you again, Mike. All this time. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Of course. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for letting me hang out. You're welcome. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. in my throat. <laughs> <laughs>